Welcome back to season five, episode two. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed last week's episode. We don't know at the moment because we're recording this one right after. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, me, do you ask? Well, I'm Kai. That's that's a good point. That's Kai over there. <laughs> I'm Dallas. That's K- Dallas over there, and I'm Noah. Um, Wait, who are you again? I'm Noah. Okay. I'm a host of this show, as oh. are oh, you Oh, dude, two. me too. That's dude, crazy. no way. <laughs> um, Kai's a host, too. He, he likes to be... Um, modest about it you know host is a very big title that he doesn't like to go around bragging that he's a host of yeah, I don't let, the best podcast in the yeah, world it, when people ask to take pictures with me i'm like of course I will. yo i didn't tell either of you guys this what i was in safeway downtown vancouver okay. <laughs> someone comes up to me and goes hey noah college comrades right and i was like what? huh What's going on? You're kidding. <laughs> First fan encounter. And they go, yeah, we're we're friends of Kai's parents. We listen to the show. Oh, what? And I was like, ah, it doesn't count. They're not true Gosh. fans. <laughs> Wait, who are they? It counts. I no, have no, no, no it idea. Counts. It counts. It does count. It, counts. it does count. What? First fan experience. But I didn't know what to say because they like, they could have just said, we listen to the show. And... I'm glad that they do. I'm glad they're fans. It made my entire day. I was like, was that my first fan encounter? That's and so then cool. they were like, we know the Macintoshes. Like, we're friends with Kai's parents. And I was like, okay, you could literally be anybody. Because yeah. the Macintoshes know everybody. That's... I have, I've never seen them at any heart change event, any church events. Mm-hmm. I've never seen them, like, at your house before. I have guess, no guess idea who they are. my dad alone has on Facebook? Like 1,200, right? Is it more than that? <laughs> Try double. Jeez. Yeah, I I don't know who they were, but I was, I literally, w- it was one of those, so I think it was season one or season two, I talked about how I'm just terrible with first encounters. Yeah. It was another one of those where I was like, oh. that's so cool, like, nice. Did you, did you offer to take a picture with them? No, I didn't know what to but say. But you had a mask on. Right. I have no idea. Getting recognized with a mask on is really cool. I know. That's impressive. And I I Dang. don't I couldn't tell you who they are and it when they said like we know the Macintoshes, I was like, "Okay, so do I do I like know you from somewhere? Like how did you recognize me? Do you want a photo? Do you want like sticker? I didn't know where to go from we know Mac and Ian like I, I just didn't know okay and I was like that's cool and then we like parted ways we hadn't prepared for this but next time we're asking what their favorite episode is that's a yeah I should have asked for like more feedback I would not have been able to do, okay well I might have done that in the moment but I, can, I don't think I would have done that in the moment but hey oh so what's your favorite episode yeah not, we always think of the best thing to because, say afterwards right because it's not like I want feedback it's, it sounds like I want to know you. Right. And when I genuinely do, and I wish I was processing it enough, it was, it caught me so off guard that I was like, because, you know, it's like after work, I always do my shopping like pretty late at, it was like 930. And so <laughs> you think that's late? I'm like, sh- well, it's late for shopping. I know. Well, I, I do my grocery shopping at 1am at Winco. That's worth it. No one's there. Ever. No one's there. It's oh, really I know. Nice. But it was—it caught me so off guard because I've already shut down. Like, 
I'm not in podcast mode, which I like to think that I'm not the same person or that I'm the same person in front of the mic as off the mic, but I'm definitely not. And I think that you guys could like, I definitely turn it on. I think we all turn it on it being like a podcast voice or just like a we're just in a different mood right we're not changing who we are right we're in a different mood in a different setting yes and so it just i would have you know gotten to know them asked their favorite episode maybe pushed the monthly supporter thing mm-hmm. like hey you could get more episodes like if you're really enjoying it because that seems to be like a good gauge on because there's some people that we'll talk to and i'm sure you guys have you know, like encountered this of like Oh, you guys, like, how's the podcast doing? Like, I listened to the first two episodes back in season one. I don't listen anymore. And you're like, yeah, this, this, and this is happening. And they're like, oh, I had no idea. And it's like, oh, but you said you were listening to the show. It, yeah, and well, it's so easy to slip in references to, like, the most recent episodes. Right. And watch it go right over their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can tell who's... Like, you can like tell who's listening. With them and watch them feel awkward. Yeah, you can tell who's listening, <laughs> who isn't. So, um, to those fans, I'm so sorry. I would have given you stickers. I would have gotten your information, sent you merch. Like, yeah, I want them to reach out to me. Yeah, they reach out to me. Kai. You know Kai's parents. You probably know Kai. I'm so sorry I didn't recognize you. I'm so sorry I was not in the mindset of. It's never happened to me. So now I know what but to that's do. So cool. But it's it's very cool. You got recognized and I'm by a complete stranger. And I'm thankful that you guys came up. It because w- it was a it was a guy and a girl, and they looked like they were in their mid thirties. And so I'm I'm thankful that you guys came up to me because some people aren't, especially in COVID era. Nobody's gonna you know come up to you and be like, hey, I listen to the podcast. So that was super super cool. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I'm sorry I cut you off. What were you saying before all that? Dude, I don't know. Anyway. That was five minutes ago. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I think we're going to talk about Kai's break. Yes, we are. So this well, is... But, but that's the second segment. That's after the break. Is it? Yeah. We can, we can make it a whole thing. That's oh, fine. Okay. And I, I, can, I should intro the episode because I don't feel like we did that yet. Go ahead. <laughs> we, we said our names. Yes. We were um, about to, this is. And then, <gasps> wait, guys. Yes. I haven't told you this. This is this is part two, um, part two of of like our break catch up. So we took a month long break. If you guys listened to last episode, you know that. Um, Dallas talked about how he's going back to school, which is super exciting. <laughs> we both talked about working long hours at work. And I said nothing. We talked about our new producer, and Kai said nothing because we didn't really care about him last week. This week, we really care. (laughs) This week, um, Kai gets the entire episode because he, like we said, he dropped a giant bomb from his butt. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, Dallas and I... You can smell it coming. I can smell it coming. (laughs) And so, Dallas and I are going to... We're going to dive deep into that with Kai. Kai's got... Dive uh, into my butt bomb. A lot of talking to do, uh, and Dallas and I are, I would assume, giving some pushback, um, oh. either from our own, or our own past experiences. Our own past. Wait, wait, wait! Explain pushback. I, I am not fighting, not against, knowledgeable of said word. Testing. 
testing. Yes. I really like that. Thank you for clarifying that. Of course. Um, We're going pushback as in there's going to be listen. There's somebody's going to listen to this and go, are you kidding me? And that is, that is our job to play (laughs) devil's advocate. I guess I should have told you this before the episode. Kai's yeah, gonna, you know, there. that's some vital information. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm a terrible podcast host. <laughs> you mentioned it. He was it's okay, me too. Um, Kai's going to drop the bomb. You and I are going to play devil's advocate. So as I'm a good host. Wait. Okay. So as well are, as play. You're going to be the best host. <laughs> y'all are both bad hosts. Well, how about we just, why can't we just play good good cop, bad cop on it? I don't want to. Uh, let me, we just alternate throughout. We can do that. Yeah. That's that's an easier way of describing what, what's going to happen. Okay. Sounds oh. good. <laughs> okay. Kai, can we start with school? How's school going? Um, you just I dropped finished one it? of my classes. No, still, still in it. Um, Is it finals week? It's getting to be finals week, yeah. Soon, it's week nine of week ten. Okay. Ten weeks. Okay. Yeah, so you're on dead dead week. Dead week. Soon. Soon week. Yeah. Soon, I'm, I'm soon. submitting. <laughs> okay, I dropped one of my classes. I dropped the programming class. Okay. Uh, because. The professor would never update the grades, so I had no idea how much effort I needed to put in. Right. To get my goal grade. Right. Because with Canvas, you can punch in a grade and be like, uh, maybe I can skip this assignment right. and go to work and Which get is very valuable for where I'm at right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but he would put assignments, like the assignments from weeks one and two were in Canvas. And come week five and six, I'm like, I can't, I'm not, I have no reference as to what to do. Right. And I can't go to classes when I'm working. So I dropped that class. (laughs) And I let him know that one of the reasons, I didn't say this negatively, but I said like, like my busy work schedule in combination with the difficulty of learning the class online and not being able to tell what my grades are. I'm just going to drop the class. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was a great professor. Pretty good at teaching, too. But anyways, so the class I'm still taking is calculus-based physics. Whoa. It's pretty cool. Uh, it, but it's literally just 10 homework assignments. Yeah. And I'm giving them a week prior so I can work on it for a full week. Uh, and that's it. That's what I'm taking. That's dope. Yeah. That's where college is at. And you're looking to pass that? I am looking to pass that. Good. Actually, I'm looking to get a D at least. <laughs> That's passing. That's up. That is. It, well, it's, it's earning the credit, not proceeding. Yeah, it doesn't qualify for future classes. Oh, no. I want to see. Believe me, I just don't. Uh, I'm not. If I get to see, that's great. If, I, if I'm, right. I'm going to put as much effort. Yeah. No, I feel it. Yep. The I got a D in philosophy. Hmm. I wish I would have gotten that C. Yeah. Because that I don't, was one of your favorite classes. It was one of my favorite classes. I don't know if I would have gone forward. It was a hard class. Like, philosophy is... Especially as a 16-year-old <laughs> in a liberal, very liberal college with a, a very a liberal... White Christian conservative male? Yeah. Yeah. It was... <laughs> it was wow. brutal. It was very brutal. Uh, but I loved it. You didn't learn nothing. You learned everything about nothing. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely wild. <laughs> Anyways. No, Kai, you guys what's, are really making me excited. It's it's really... I 
I mean, when, when I heard that Kai was going to go to Clark, I gave him a big list and I was like, dude, make sure you get these professors because they're the best. Which there's, I hand it on to the next person because we're not even getting the same degree. Yeah. Well, and there's professors that'll make your life a living hell. And then there's others where... Actually, I did... I just did, make it amazing. I did take your economy notes. Yeah. That was true. Yeah. Because McKay was one of the best. I mean... Because not only did I not put any work into the class before COVID, yeah. when COVID hit, I continued not putting work into the class. And you still got what? A, B? C. Yeah. Uh, I showed up one day. Yeah. And did one assignment, and that was it. Or maybe I failed, or maybe I got a D. I can't remember. It wasn't very important to me. <laughs> and it, it's such an easy class, too. It's easy credits. Right. But but there's professor. There's You should be excited. There's professors that'll... There's really good cool, change your life. Really cool professors. Yeah, because a lot of them are not there because they need money. Right. Well, I'll be I'll be taking a little bit different than what you guys took because you took more yeah, towards social. I took arts. Yeah, and social stuff, and social, media and you're, stuff. You're more gravitated towards uh, math. Yeah. I'll but be, even then, I'll be more is... towards like the land science and geography and stuff like that. Even that physics is such an awesome course. I loved phys- if you have a good physics teacher that like hmm. like brings in like hands-on experiences of like this is this force working and you can see it with your eyes when you usually can't or it's just a representation or analogy or whatever (laughs) it's dope it's really dope so anyways kai you got a bomb for us i do uh so okay everybody i finally caved i got a new iphone that's right here it is now (laughs) This right here is not the iPhone 12. It's the iPhone 10. And I actually didn't get it myself. My dad upgraded and gave me this. So, but there you go. Fat bombshell. Look at right my out of phone. your butt, too. It, there, You know, it... You poop that out. It, yeah, and look at the camera. It has a camera. <laughs> it has a camera. Yeah. This is significant. It has natural stabilization features. Okay, but all jokes aside, you've probably seen it on Facebook. Uh, because Noah used my account a lot, and I'm now my account is one with the college comrades page. It is. But, it's created by your account. Yeah, but I got engaged, and yay! Can yeah. we add a, can we add a woo or an applause or something? Okay. Yeah, yeah, applause track right there. We're gonna put an applause track right there. Can we get our producer on that? I don't think that's. <laughs> he his... looked at me like <laughs> he just gave me the death. nod, <laughs> and then gave me the nod. He's like, "Don't worry, son. I'll take care of it." <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, son. Land, thank you, Land Daddy. Appreciado. All right. Um, yeah, I got engaged, and if you've been a long-time listener or a hardcore fan, you're thinking, "Wait, what?" He just released a series about him getting over someone. Yeah. And wait a second, that took place in September. Well, and even even further, you informed the podcast. So back when Andre was on, mm-hmm. you informed the show that you had a girlfriend, and then that was that. Like, you wanted to leave her out of it as much as possible. No yep. stories were going to be shared because you're someone that very, very much values the privacy aspect of all of this. Mm-hmm. And... You know, and you, because she was too embarrassed about our relationship to even put on social media. Right. And you didn't want to overstep that. And that was the last of Kai's love life. You didn't even tell them that you broke up with her. Or you may have mentioned it in passing that you were out looking again. 
not necessarily not necessarily not necessarily like in the in the spot of like you didn't explicitly say like we broke up and here's where we're at you kind of just like flowed into oh oh you did you did because you announced the the new show the new podcast my bad yeah but even then we're still figuring that out the comrades journal stuff (laughs) so you all remember when i said i'll release it on october 31st guess what didn't get over a full month yeah no we're (laughs) getting we're getting on it and hopefully by the time this by the time this episode comes out it'll be out yes and if we keep saying that again we just keep expecting it just to keep saying tonight is my work night yeah meaning tomorrow morning meaning i'm not going to bed so sorry i don't want to tell your story for you tell us tell us it and okay. then we'll we'll ask questions along the way. It's a really long story uh, when I'm with her because I can't leave anything out. But y'all don't need to know all of the personal details. So I'll just kind of skedaddle to the point. Right. My mom really wanted me to date her when I was with my ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I'm a committed man. Uh, but my mom dragged me kicking and screaming to meet her one day. And I did my best to appear standoffish. And mention my paddleboard and not meet her in the ice. Because she's obviously a very attractive person who right. I could fall for. Yeah. Uh, and that was it. Until after I had broken up with that girlfriend, then a full, man, month, and two months. And of... what happened with the last girl? Is there a place where I can find out that story? Yeah, you can, you can go to my newest podcast, sponsored by the College Comrades Enterprise. It's called A Comrade's Journal. It's all about... It begins all about <laughs> me me uh, getting over her. Yep. Thank you for asking. It's a good question. Keep yeah, coming. no. No, I just want to make sure that everybody's following along. I know all this information. I just want to make sure that the fans are following along, you know? Sure. So. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> all right. Uh, broke up with her. Well, okay, she broke up with me, actually. Yeah. It was really dumb. I can't believe she's the one who broke up with me. But moving on. <laughs> so your parents set you up to meet with this girl, and then a week later, what happens? Oh, they didn't. Well, they set me up against my will. They kind of forced my hand uh, by mom. Anyways, it's not important. I was forced into it, and <laughs> neither of us knew the other person liked the other. Right? right. But we're going on a fake date because we're not going on a real date. And when we're driving around the country roads to dinner, I'm looking at her, the hair's bouncing on her hair, the sun's bouncing on her hair, and I'm thinking, don't say you love her, don't say you love her, we're not even dating. And that's absurd for two reasons. One, while I'm someone who knows my emotions, I'm not someone who says or thinks I love you on the first date. Right. Two, it's not a date. (laughs) Because um, you were taught in various circles, boundaries are what you want in relationships. I've decided for myself good boundaries. And one right. of them is keep a certain time until you use the L word right. and things of that nature. Because it's best to guard your heart, best to guard the other person's heart, and... That keeps things from getting out of hand. Yeah. And in our circles, that's 
definitely something that encouraged and pushed, I would say, to an unhealthy extent sometimes. Right. It can be. I think that's an that's a that's a um I think that's a topic that we should get into further down the road. Of, of boundaries. Can you write that down for us? Thank you. Land Daddy. Cameo. Sorry, that was a sorry. No, it's that, good. Was a, that was a, a thought. Caveat. So you're, so you're thinking, shoot, I love this girl. Oh, yeah. So let's But that's forward. going against everything that I was taught or necessarily like your, like your personal uh, loose boundaries that mm-hmm. you would call them. And it doesn't make sense. Right. Because it's pretty much the first day I've met her. Mm-hmm. First time I've actually hung out with her and wanted to hang out with her. Yeah. So... If we fast forward a full day, somehow she knows about the co- the podcast. <laughs> and I'm like kicking myself because, gosh dang it, I just talked about a podcast where I like broke up with someone and, you know, and I told yeah. her like, like, well, the only reason I'm kind of sad that you know is because, you know, just got over someone and... Like, you were going you. through a lot. Right. And I told her like, I kind of see you as a romantic interest in the future. And I hear a very soft, but very confident, well, shy... Me too. Yeah. From the driver's seat when she was driving. And, and and that's when we both realized we don't have to wait months developing a friendship to start dating, even though we both had felt like the other was out of each other's league. Okay. Yeah. So, we, by the end, by 2.30 in the morning of that date, mm-hmm. we started dating. And then I had to go home and edit podcast stuff. So... <laughs> Hold on, just to back up to yeah. make it um, make sense for the fans. So you went on a first date. By the end of the first date, you decided we're going to be exclusive, only see each other, be boyfriend and girlfriend. Second date. Second date, sorry. If you, depending on what you count, if you count the fake date. Right, yes. You mentioned that, sorry. No, it's fine. Then, yeah, and that's when we decided exclusivity we didn't say exclusive but i told her like right i'm dating because i think you're a good person to marry mm-hmm. and then she said all right sweet me too cool because that's what I, we both believe the end goal of dating should be yeah to court to marriage yeah anyways moving on gotta gotta try to make it quick because most of the episode is still to come take your time <laughs> uh i had to go home I didn't sleep out all that night because I had podcast stuff to do and homework. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're up thinking about this girl. And I'm up thinking about this girl. And she's texting me. Because it wasn't until 5 in the morning that she says, Kai, this doesn't make sense, but I love you. And hold on, I'm flashing back to 72 hours ago. Yeah. When I was looking at her thinking, I love her. So, as wild as it sounds... Love at first sight is exactly what we've experienced with each other. Okay. And, and that's so dangerous to say because no one's going to believe me. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. Yeah. But but the fact of the matter is, even as time has kept going and, and people are going to think, like, Kai, you've, like, you're in the honeymoon stage. You know, it's all sunshine and rainbows. Of course you're ready to marry her. Like, no, 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 no. 
I've cried 75% of the nights <laughs> since then. I cry all the time. We have fought a lot. Uh-huh. But through all these fights, I'm still remembering and seeing that I am perfect for her and she is perfect for me. And it's strange to be in the middle of conflict but have a forceive reminder that it's perfect conflict. Because you didn't have that with the past the girl or any of the others. Not that there were a lot, but right. well, you didn't if, experience that with the other girls either. Well, with the other girls, the moment conflict came, they're out. Right. Or, or I'm out. Yeah. Be- because either I wasn't wor- worth the effort uh-huh. or they distracted me from God. Right. And the conflict I'm getting with this person, with my fiance, that's fun to say, with my fiance, <laughs> is is one that always ends up pointing back to God. Right. And how blessed we are to be with each other because of what he's done for us. Yeah. So. It's healthy conflict. Very healthy conflict. And I've been spending, when I grew up seeing my parents in love, I spent my whole life thinking happiness equals love. And I later confused lust with love. Mm-hmm. But since then, have been working and striving. I'm going to make myself better for my future wife. Right. And I've finally reached the point where it's like, I'm still not perfect. Right. She's still not perfect. We don't expect it to be that way. Because how boring would that be? But but we're perfect for each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I've I've always heard the term of like, you need to get yourself to be the best that you can be so that you can be the best that you can be for your partner. I don't necessarily agree with that statement entirely because best is as subjective as the word good. And people use that a lot. Like, okay, when will you be at your best? Because the best of Dallas right now is probably nothing compared to the best of what Dallas is going to be in a few years. It's edumacated. Right. And so that that makes sense. What did what did it look like pulling all of your crap together cuz she was in a similar situation where you were both fresh out of relationships. Is yes. that is that what sparked a lot of the conflict or is that just other things? Um, and then did you guys address that like Hey, we're both in the same boat, but that's okay. Because most people wouldn't think like that. Well, she was months free. Well, not free, but months out of this relationship. Yeah. But, and there was definitely conflict where it's like, I'm used to being treated this one way by all these girls. And then there's definitely conflict from her where she's like, I'm used to being treated this one way by these guys. Yeah. So, I mean, we always... And it's it's a struggle to admit that it's the other person's fault sometimes because we're both pretty selfless people. Yeah. Often to a fault. You are... I So in my message to all of the groomsmen, I was Which like... Which I didn't get to see, by the way. I know. I thought I would. <laughs> I know. No, it's, it's going to be a surprise. Yikes. And if there's any issues, I won't tell you about them until after you're married just because I don't want you to have to work with that and carry that stress but if you seek if you seek my advice i'm good i'm good with conflict resolution oh i know okay it's been super great but something sorry something to go off your point something i said in the message was hey guys 
these are the only things that Kai has requested, and he requested them very, very loosely. Kai is very modest. I don't want this to be a modest party. We're going to go all out for him. And then I had my list of requests okay. for you based, like, on your behalf. Right. So that would be well, amazing and, for and you. And the reason I made modest requests is because I know you're going to come through with something. Because I know you won't let it be modest. If I if I thought you could be the kind of person where it's like, oh, we're just going to have a little book reading session, then no freaking way am I telling you I want a book reading session. But because I know you're the kind of like, all right, let's get this guy what he deserves, then I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, back to my story. Right. Exa- sorry. So yeah. 12 hours after we said the, uh, after we started dating... We had decided a wedding date, which since then... I'm sorry, repeat that again? Yeah, 12 hours after we started dating, we had decided a wedding date. Uh, And then when I told my parents, hey, we're getting married, and this is when, mom said, why would you wait that long? Now hear me out. I'm not crazy, because all of my spiritual mentors have told me that what I'm doing is right and good. Uh I've I've gotten Explain. Okay. All the pastors we've spoken to for her spiritual mentors and my own, my parents, who I think should be the first and foremost spiritual mentor as the Bible portrays it, and her parents. We have gotten nothing but green lights, go aheads, and can we push it sooner from mm-hmm. then? So when people struggle trusting me in my decisions, no one has ever called me stupid. Or no one has ever accused me of leading with emotions before logic. Right. So I'd like to remind you all of that. But furthermore, if you still can't trust me and remember who I actually am instead of what I'm doing, then know my parents or trust her parents. Because my parents have nothing but the best intentions for me. Right. And hers have nothing but the best for her. Yeah. That's. And you don't know us as much as they do. Yeah. No, that's. That's something that kept me grounded because I was definitely shocked and I gave you pushback. Oh, yeah. Um, which I think about that. I think that's one of the only rocky like parts in our relationship. We have Wait. not had fights before. Right. <laughs> and, um, and I'm thinking about that. And, and when you had told me that you felt the rockiness of it, I'm like, oh, man. I should have let him know everything was okay. But... <laughs> um, no, and I know that things are good, but that's something yeah. that kept me grounded of like his parents aren't dumb. <laughs> his well, it was it wasn't even about your parents. It was about I know Kai and I know Kai's character. And and it wasn't an attack on your character because I've because people did that to my marriage of like, well, I know you so well, so like why would why would you not take my advice and do it my way? Oh, interesting. Um for me, it was the exact opposite. For you, I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is it. And then the thing that reminded me was like, okay, I know Kai, and I know that short term, it may not make the most sense, but Kai, if Kai sets his mind to it, he's going to get it done, and he's going to make that relationship succeed. He's going to make his marriage succeed. Like, Kai is a loyal, faithful, dedicated person. Like, there's no reason that I should doubt him. And that's what kept me grounded. Um, and all right, all right, bad cop, jump in. <laughs> I have nothing bad to say about it, honestly. Ah, oh, sick. <laughs> but um, I do want to. I do. 
someone's got to pl- want... someone's got to play bad cop here. That's fair. Um, even from just so you've talked about the spiritual. Let's talk about the like progressive social outside spiritual God doesn't exist kind of thing. Okay. I want to start with just COVID. Mm-hmm. Like what? What does it look like planning a wedding in an era of COVID and being a Such Macintosh? Such a good question. Like, Such a good question. It, like for me, and I'm not a Macintosh, so I can't, I shouldn't be speaking on this, but if I was a Macintosh, like there's a thousand plus people that want to be at my wedding. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe I should put it off until at least COVID's over, but you decided against that. Right. Well, and let me tell you. What's that rationale? Let me tell you the thing. COVID is a blessing for that reason. <laughs> because there has never been a better excuse not to invite someone. Right. There are a ton of people who I have impacted so positively who mm-hmm. have not impacted me very positively. Right. And not to, not to say that they treated me terribly, but just that I'm a very influential person. Yeah, it's, it's a one-sided, healthy relationship. Yes. Because I, I want to make sure anywhere I go, whether it's the drive-thru, whether it's like Safeway, that the person I'm talking to is blessed by my presence. If they're a cashier, if they're a drive, if they're you know taking orders, I they're working a nine to five job, yeah, minimum wage, very terrible conditions. I want them to be, feel happy that I'm nice to them. Yeah. So extend that to even a thirty minute conversation or a four day workshop. I'm with them all the time, and I have countless moments to bless them, but they're not there to bless me. Right. And while there's a lot of people who want to bless me, I, I'm inviting the people I want at my wedding. Yeah. And that being said, now let's talk about COVID rules and regulations. The burden does not lie on me, the person getting married. The burden lies on the venue. Right. So I have to go to the venue and say, hey, what are you guys doing for COVID? Because they already know the laws. And then... As a kind of ignorance is bliss, I can feel confident that I'm following laws in my right. plan for the wedding. That's that, yeah. Good idea. Or I if they're thought. going against those laws, I don't know. Which some could, I you will, know. you'll never know. Yeah, and I'm going. I'm making sure that um, it's being put on by a insured establishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if something does go So then wrong, it can't trickle down. Well, if if all of a sudden I somehow am breaking laws, which I don't think I am. Right. <laughs> uh, but if I am actually breaking laws, then I'm going to have I'm going to be fined while I'm insured. So Right. Talk to my insurance. Right. Yeah. Dang. Good question. Um what about the rest of the non-spiritual Talking about sex? No, no. Um, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> okay. If you want to talk about it, we can. <laughs> well, okay. What? I'm sure you could agree as a married Christian man, sex is spiritual. It Yes, okay. very much so. Um, I learned that in my premarital counseling class. What? <laughs> <laughs> what does... <laughs> what What push ha- pushback have you received and what... Has your response been to that from I, those outside the church? When I tell people I'm engaged, there's always going to be either congratulations or congratulations, how long have you been dating? Right. Well, and I also saw Maddie's a pretty popular person as you are. Oh, yeah. 
Well, she's gotten some pushback on her social media accounts. Right. What? And I think I know the answer to that. I'm pretty confident I know the answer to this. But how are you handling those kinds of people? Well, I... Physically and over the internet. Sure. I like to show her how much people love her. So I actually don't even have to do anything regarding social media. Mm Mm-hmm. And all of the, all of my crew is defending her, right? Because they've already adopted her into the family. Oh, I've seen it. Oh yeah. So <laughs> so oh, th- this is how crazy it got. We posted engagement photos, and then someone commented uh, with like three dots at the Dude, end. Dude, Gavin, Michaela, and Malia lit them up, and they destroyed <laughs> this fool. Gavin said, "Like like what 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 are you trying to get them to say, buddy?" Like, yeah. Like, you don't approve? And said, I didn't say I didn't approve. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I can kind of suss, that's all. And anyways. <laughs> you said suss. He, he did. did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Oh, my god, It's great. It was hilarious, but that's beside the point. Acting kind of sus, bro. Are you yeah. an imposter? <laughs> Seriously. So, what? No, I, the, the difficulty is when people are telling me, that's kind of crazy. Congratulations, but I still support you. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. If you're going to tell me you support me, don't tell me it's crazy. Right. Because, no offense, and these, the people I've gotten it from would agree with me that I'm smarter than them. Mm-hmm. And make, not make better decisions necessarily because that's very strong for me to put out. Yeah. But, but that I am, like, that I don't, I'm not super impulsive. And I want to assure everyone... I'm not impulsive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing this on the spur of a moment, at the drop of a hat. Right. I've put years of thought into this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, bad cop, you got anything? Nope. Okay. Sorry, not feeling bad today. <laughs> not feeling bad today. <laughs> it's all right. Um, I had a question. I lost it. What does... Ooh, I have a question. Mm. Hold hey, on. Hold I'll on. interrupt you. Interrupt me. Yeah, because you always interrupt me. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> what if, what if in like down. five years your guys' paths change and you guys go different ways? Not like that, but like say she has an opportunity somewhere on this side of the world and you have an opportunity here. Or somewhere on the other side of the world and you have an opportunity here and you want to stay, but she wants to go. What do you do? Sure. Good question. Uh, now, a concept I've thought of often because, I mean, the question kind of comes up, well, what if... Like, what if her parents one day hate me? Or what if my parents one day hate her? And that's never going to happen, of course. But if, for the sake of argument, it did happen, my rule of thumb is new family always takes priority over old family. And my goal in this marriage isn't I want to be happy. It isn't I want to have kids. It's I want her to be happy. And while seeking her, the initial choice of of my wanting to date her was she's going to get me closest to Jesus I've realized since then me getting closest to Jesus is quickest through me serving her and I want all of my moments to be spent making sure all of her moments are like the best it could be so if and of course we'll discuss it you know like financially what's the viability like how will you get into a good community? What's your plans with that? You know, and, and I mean, we don't have to talk about that. That's gonna be that can be further down the road. 
No, okay. we don't have to. That was your question. No, it wasn't. My question was, like, how would you guys do long distance? Oh, if it came up? Yeah, like I said, if she, if she had an opportunity at, like, around the world and she wanted to take it and you had an opportunity that stayed here in local. Because I'm interpreting what he just said as he would go with her. Oh, no, I'm Most... interpreting it as Kai would stay for his opportunity oh. here and she would want to pursue so her you're, opportunity. you're asking what happens if we try to maintain a long-distance marriage? Yeah. Or if it's a really awkward question, but I just wanted to know. It's a weird question. Well, you're you're kind of already engaged. I can't say long distance dating. We're gonna be married. We're not gonna be long distance. Can I can I throw <laughs> you another alley oop um, that I think will answer his question? Oh boy. Okay. What grounds your relationship in a day and age where divorce is fifty percent and Mm-hmm. dropping because people aren't even getting married that's a good question and let me tell you about the book i hate the most in the in the world right <laughs> it was um by jane austen what's that book gosh dang it not the not the pre- mm, there's a play on it pride and prejudice pride and okay. prejudice oh i hate that book <laughs> oh my gosh okay let me tell you why it's so stupid it's a great love story okay. but it changed the meaning of love forever it changed commitment into feelings because that book is all about i don't have feelings for you i don't have feelings for you now i have feelings for you Uh and and even today there's still productions being made of this book which is very old Uh and we should i think that those who get divorced might approach love the wrong way and what's interesting is that I loved her before I ever held her hand. Right. I loved her before I ever... Well, I had butterflies, tell you what. But but I was so effortlessly and yet completely committed to her that I realized love isn't about having these feelings. Love is about service and commitment. So... You pointed out earlier that I'm not the kind of person who, okay, well, I am, if, when I want something, when I truly want something, it's mm-hmm. mine. Right. And I don't truly want very much, because I'm generally a very content person. Yeah. Not as content as my brother or my mom. They're hard to get gifts for. You ever try <laughs> to get gifts for someone who's really content? Yes. You have to get them something they don't know exists. Yeah. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah. So, because... My definition of love is commitment rather than feelings, or perhaps an interweaving of the two. Mm-hmm. That's what differentiates, at least that's the biggest thing that differentiates me from those who lose love for each other. Right. And divorce. So, to, so to bounce back to Dallas's um, question, no, 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 I think it's good. To bounce back to Dallas's question... And I can kind of sum sum it up for you and you can correct me based on your willingness to put her happiness as a priority and both of your um, ethical, moral standards of commitment, a separation isn't going to happen from a very worldly perspective. Mm -hmm. 
And speaking more realistically to what would happen if there are differing paths for us as a couple, we would default to staying here Mm -hmm. because here's where we're grounded. These are our roots. We both hold traditional standards of upbringing and following in footsteps and whatnot. But the, I mean, if God calls us across the country, we're, we're going to answer God's call. Yeah. Right. There you go. I think. Honestly, I was just trying to play bad cop and I couldn't even think of a good <laughs> thing, a good bad cop question because I really can't find anything bad what? about this. It's okay. Thank well, then let me ask you this Got to you. hopefully put you in a bad cop perspective. Him? Yeah. Okay. What was your first um, thought process when you found out? When I actually, on Facebook? When did you find out? Okay. Uh, actually, I don't remember the specific, specific day. Because as of today, I've been engaged for five days. Six days. I think it was like nine hours after you posted it. So probably same day. What was okay. what But was first your... I was like, what the? And then I was like, oh, well, cool. And just That's kept awesome. scrolling? Well, yeah, it's Facebook. We yeah. talk on the podcast, so I'm sure I was going to hear more about it in person. And plus, I'm not a very big social media user. I, right. But you, I have an Instagram with zero posts. You had to have had some sort of opinions on it of like... You said, what the? Because it probably yeah. got left field. Oh, yeah, it did. You know, it was like foul, Wait, foul ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, like, back you might of the not head. even have known I was dating someone. Well, no, you were telling me on okay. our... This is exclusive, by the way. <laughs> when oh, oh, okay. Kai Shoot. and I were driving home. Kai was driving yeah, me, yeah, and we were yeah. taking the back roads. We yeah, were talking yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. That was fun. So you kind of saw it coming, or because you said it was a foul ball. I I didn't see the marriage coming, but uh-huh. I definitely saw them getting together soon. So does it? What are your thoughts we on? What are your thoughts on them getting, gonna get married? How long have you been with? In the your time frame. Almost two. Yeah, almost two years. Two years now, actually. Almost two in like a month or two okay. or so. And I can bleep whatever you want me to, but how long did it take you two to decide to live together? Um, I think it was only like two or three months. I think maybe even the first month. Piss, man. <laughs> but but that's the <laughs> same. You both may not hold the same spiritual standards, mm. but that's the same time frame. No, oh, it is. You're getting married in three months. You moved in with your girlfriend in three months. Give or take, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, you want, you want to hear something scary? Sixty-five days. When you when you think about it like that, it makes sense. And I think that, and we're running out of time for this episode. And I was hoping that there would be a more secular—that's the word I've been looking for this secular. entire episode. Instead of worldly. Yeah, I was looking for more of a secular viewpoint to come in and and give a lot more pushback, but I don't think it's there. Nope. I think he, he, he knew he knew and she knew. Well, and I then, knew and she knew. Well, and yeah. To just compare. Know, if you know, you know. That's yeah. all I had to say. If you know, you know. Yeah. And she told me, hey, if you want to use a ring pop, use a ring pop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Make sure it's the green ones. The green ones are the best. No, nah, it would have been blue. I'll be honest. The people. So I'm sure we'll dive into this and more. Because people hate us on Facebook. Yeah. People just hate you guys on Facebook. So I'm sure that we'll get into it. We'll have fan questions that'll come in. I'm I'm sure of it. I meant us as the podcast. Right, that too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get 
I'm sure we'll revisit this idea again. Yep. But it, people have been waiting all episode to hear how you how you proposed. So please oh, tell us. Oh, you're right. Okay. So I came up. Okay, we got together on a Wednesday, and then it was the the Friday that I told my parents we're getting married, and then we came up with a proposal plan. And I held this plan the whole time, and and we knew that our marriage would be in February. Right? Uh-huh. I'm not going to give out a specific date, but it's in well, February. You don't want the fans to show up? Well, you want to tell us a there's, date and time? There's already <laughs> enough people who are going to crash it just because they can, yeah, who we're not inviting. That's so bad. <laughs> but that's okay. We should just shoot everybody that comes. <laughs> huh. Huh. Okay. I'm sorry. Continue your story. <laughs> <Here we go. laughs> um, so I had been working into her mind over the month that we were dating that I would propose on the 31st of December. Now, I'd been working it into her mind through no lie, but through very neat tricks. <laughs> like I told her, you'll, you'll be engaged before the ball drops. Uh, when I quote-unquote almost slipped and told her when I proposed, the first three letters of the month would start with D-E-C. But I didn't say I'd propose in December. She just, you know, heard that it was going to yeah. be... So, I mean... Uh, anyways, and then when we were with family, because she told me when I proposed, I better not be wearing sweatpants. <laughs> I better look good. Right, and I had told my sister-in-law because okay, basically we went and visited my brother and my sister-in-law in their house, and I told them I want to do it at this national park, very beautiful national park, nice and sunny that day. And then I told my sister-in-law, I don't care how you do it, but you need to have nails on her hands, like you need to get her nails done. Yeah. And she said, "All right, we'll do." It. Day comes, we have a big scavenger hunt leading up to the. The climax being me proposing. But we're doing a little... We're about to do a photo shoot where it's like, oh, let's, let's photo mom and dad. Oh, let's photo Gavin and Michaela. Oh, and then like, oh, you know, let's photo... Grandma and the grandkids. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know, let's photo Kai and Maddie too. Because yeah. because then she wouldn't be like, oh, they want to photograph us for something. Wonder what it is. Yeah. And that way it would further cement this is coming out of nowhere to her mind. Uh, so we're getting ready to take the photos. We... Uh, I, like, help her jump over a small little tumbleweed bush, and then a nail falls off of her left hand. And I lost it on the inside. Oh, I'm like, geez. are you kidding me? And it was the left hand. And then, and then the mom says, oh, don't worry, I got spare nails. Like, and I was like, wait, mom brought nails. Sweet. Wow. As, as a backup. But we look through her purse, none of the same color. So I tear apart a thorn bush by hand while mom is putting another nail on. I'm like, uh-huh. I found it. I pull up the pinky. Dang. And then we get the, we get the old one back on. Thank goodness Christ is averted. Anyways, now we're getting our photo taken. I'm hugging her from behind. Ring is in my pocket. And I make sure it's like pressing against her so it feels uncomfortable. And I said, oh, wait, hold on. There's something in my pocket. Dang. I take a step back. Yoink it out. Yoink it out. That's a terrible yoink choice it out. word right there. You just yoinked it out in front of his whole family. Just so you know, yoink is the exact opposite of yeet, but with the same intensity. <laughs> so I yoink it out. I get down on one knee, 
She blips because because I I convinced her I left the ring back in Vancouver. She doesn't right. even think it's with us on this trip. Right. She blips. You can see in in a video I'll show you guys afterward that she's her mind is lost. Yeah. And, well, the photos tell it all. Oh, yeah. The video tells it even more. Oh yeah. And she once once she has her composure, <laughs> I tell her uh, I give her the speech I had been crafting since the first week we started dating, and it was basically so it takes twenty hours to put together a thousand piece puzzle. And when I'm done with my puzzle, I throw it on the ground and it shatters in one explosive, disunifying moment. Mm-hmm. And then I told her that meeting her was the exact opposite. Because the moment I met her, it was super explosive, but all the different disconnected pieces in my life came together and everything yeah. seems to fit now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I told her that, that when I'm a broken piece, God will, like she can help me, she can point me to God to put me back together and I can point her to Jesus to point her back together. And that's what she married. She said yes. And then worth it. my sister, who's already a professional photographer and already has a camera out because I planned that as well, yeah, is getting us in front of the the photo spot that she has lined out, and and then we got pretty stinking cool engagement. Yeah, photos. they're really good. <laughs> so there you go. That's how I proposed. It was honestly the way she responded, the way everything works together. That's the kind of proposal every guy wishes they could have. And I'm, your proposal was great. It, yeah, I was good. I uh, mean, I'm just, <laughs> but for me growing up, I wished I had a proposal like what I had. And yeah, it's, no, it's, that's good. It's better than I ever dreamt of. That's good. I didn't dream of a proposal, so oh, okay. I set the floor pretty low. There you go. But it was still really cool what you did. It was. And I and mean, it still yeah. shook her. Yeah. She was just a surprise. Yeah. She Anyways. had no idea. Oh yeah. But. We're we're running out of time, TikTok. and I definitely want to dive in with a with a date of February happening yeah. for your wedding. Yep. I I know there's so much more that we could talk about. Yep. I do want to try and keep this episode timely. I feel like season five we got to keep them timely, you know. Oh yeah. Um, we, but we'll we'll we definitely let loose in season four. <laughs> we did all of them like an hour and a half, two hours. We did. Golly. Um, we'll definitely dive into that more. Um. Dallas, do you have any other questions for him? I told you. I don't. Thank you, Becca. You can't play bad cop today. <laughs> Next week. I set the badge down. Sorry. Someone else will play f- bad cop, but oh, I think yeah. you... Facebook, please play bad cop for me. <laughs> I'll appreciate it. Alexa. No, I, I think you... I th- the comparison between your relationship and your relationship, I think it's... Uncanny? It... You, you in separate instances, yes. There's you can't really tear it apart that much. So, if you that's why I say if you know you know. That's yeah, how it is. Definitely, it is what it is. Well, um, we're excited to get her on the podcast. Hear stories <laughs> about her pooping and farting and you know what? big bombs that she's dropping out of her butt too. Oh, um, okay. Because I'm sure it'll be a thing. Um, we'll definitely get her guest. Like, like we mentioned last week, we'll definitely get a, a marriage show on. Um, after February for sure. Yeah. Um, and more details to come. Uh, if you're if you're wondering about Kai's, um, if 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 what we just talked about wasn't convincing enough for you, Kai's releasing a show. Um, Ooh. it's probably already going. Hopefully by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it kind of just walks you through Kai's mindset. So. If you're still thinking Kai's crazy, go listen to his show because 
Um, you can learn a lot about him, the way that he works, the way that he operates, the way that he thinks, um, and his priorities and uh, values in life. Yeah. So um, definitely go check that out. Uh, we're loving the support, so um, we're thankful, and we're we're hitting season five hard, and we will we'll, see you guys in the next we'll episode. See you guys, yeah, next week. Peace.